Now encoding transmission. Transmission encoding completed. Have you often found yourself wondering about the unsolved mysteries and weirdness that surround them all? Now, I'm not saying it's definitely aliens, but it's definitely aliens. You're listening to Three Girls, One Cape. Can you handle the truth? Yes, we are. As well. Well, I'm here to welcome you to this episode of Far Out News. I am Rachel, and on the other line, I got my girl, Miss Vivacious V Morgan. Oh, you know it. My sister from another mister, my milkman's baby. Yes, yes. And Rachel is my redheaded bastard sister. (laughs) And we are here to bring you the news. The far out news. Because it's far out. Yeah. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> um, this message is not brought to you by Fred Durst. Well, we're going to talk about his brother, Robert. Or we're in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're actually not really. Not at all. Not even. Yeah, we're just gonna say that. <laughs> but if they are, we, we talk about your uncle. Yeah, it could be his own. He might he might have done it all for the nookie. I don't know. That would be pretty crazy. Yeah, right. (laughs) Speaking of crazy, uh, we're going to start off with our first article. Uh, Corey Feldman distraught after Rape of Two Corys film no shows online. Everybody here saw what happened. Oh. So. Hashtag it happens to men too. Yes, hashtag it happens to men too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, actually, this one is hashtag kids because it's talking about pedophilia in Hollywood. So yeah. That's literally what um, I'm going to read the email too that I got because I paid the $20 to watch The Rape of Two Quarries. And let me tell you, I did not watch it through the website because the website crashed and it was kind of disappointing. And Andrew and I were. You know, I mean, I get it. You know, I'm guessing that it was more so, you know, Corey Feldman's trying to say it's this group that doesn't want this revealed, but I'm saying that it's probably because he had shitty servers and when a thousand people are trying to stream something online, uh, obviously you're not gonna get um, you know, that's not going to happen when all your servers crash because so many people are logging on to a, your crappy website. You're not going to get, like, the stuff that you were planning on getting, but, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. So the article reads, Corey Feldman was supposed to release a new documentary on Monday intended to bring the light, um, or to light the names of Hollywood players who allegedly molested and raped him and his late childhood buddy, Corey Haim, 
when they were kids. However, however, despite um, tirelessly promoting and hyping up uh, the world's live stream of my truth, the rape of two Corys, I just want to say that it's like he really couldn't have just thought of a better name. Like it's such a terrible right. Name. Like and, every time I the rape of every two time Corys, I, it, I cringe a little bit. Uh, it, well, like I mean this this whole entire thing is so like it's just like ugh. I've I'm repulsed. I'm repulsed by all of it. You know, but am I surprised? Not in the slightest bit. Right. So for $20, viewers could log on to his website and um, they were promised the full documentary on the live stream at 11 p.m., which would be followed by a Q&A panel afterwards. And the second screening was today um, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m., um, whatever, California time. So that didn't end up happening either because the servers crashed and nobody could get onto the website again yeah. at 3 p.m. Um, and so Corey Feldman, you know, goes on to say that pedophiles rampant in Hollywood, he and Corey Haim were their victims, which I co- totally agree because there's all types of famous child stars that say the same thing, <coughs> whether it's Macaulay Culkin, um, there was, you know, Corey Haim, there was a bunch of, um, you know, a younger, less famous boys that had come out, um, because a lot of people didn't end up coming out because if you came out and told that you were molested or raped by these um, Hollywood producers, executives, actors, so on and so forth, then your career was ruined. And if you wanted to make it in Hollywood, then you just had to suck it up and pretty much take the dick or suck the dick, yeah. which obviously is not okay for... You know, it's not even okay for people over the age of 18 that are still forced into doing things like that today to get roles. Never mind, you know, 10, 12-year-old kids yeah. that don't even know what's going on. It's... And, you know, there's some pretty fucked up, um, you know, things from the live stream that I saw. And, you know, it's definitely something, you know, you should check out. Um, you know, I'm sure that he apparently is going to be having something online saying um, that it's going to be available for like the next week for anyone who paid for it. But I'm sure you can catch live streamings of it um, other places or it's going to be just available on YouTube, I'm sure, for probably soon. I'm going to read the email that he sent out. The email goes to say, (sighs) first and foremost, I want to thank you for purchasing tickets to My Truth at the Rape of Two Corys. And for showing support for this mission. And it is so important to me and children everywhere. Next, I want to apologize profusely to you for the experience you had while trying to view the film. My team and I are aware of your frustration. As you know, I have put every resource I have, not to mention my own personal security, to make this film and to get it out to you. It seems as if there is still a group of people trying to silence me and very uh this very vital cause i will not let anyone silence me or you any longer we are working on making the film available to anyone ticket buyer for a full week on demand so you can watch it at your leisure unfortunately our streaming service has not been able to identify the hacking problem so we will be able to reactivate the stream by scheduled time of noon pacific eastern time 
we uh, engaged on stream media, the best streaming company with the best visual security we could find and even paid for what is known as white glove service to make sure everything ran perfectly, which included successful test runs. According to them, they have never been hacked or experienced test technical difficulties on this level in history. Well, that's saying something. Uh, we knew we would have hundreds of thousands of viewers. That's saying a little much, okay. Um, and choose this company specifically because they showed they have a track record to handle this job. I am committed to putting this film into your hands if it means having to send a copy to each and every one of you. You have my word as I promised I would make this film. Much gratitude to your support and patience. You know I will continue to make every effort to make sure you see and are able to view this film provided um, and to provide safety for kids everywhere hashtag kids to god bless sincerely Corey feldman mm. Mm. i can i can hear you texting me <laughs> yeah are you texting no oh it <laughs> sounds like little now, that's just me shaking my head in disapproval. Oh, of this whole scenario? Yeah, because, you know, it's like one of the things that I like, you know, that I can't get over is that, like, you know, in especially in this article, because he's talking about everything, you know, because it has been put out there now. So it's like, people know, you right, know, exactly. people know what's going on, and... Well, especially because this is such a um, not necessarily common thing, but like there's all this information that's coming out that like it's not just happening here. It happened in the UK where they busted all those um, like, you know, pedophiles that were working in like the Senate and other crazy, you know, like government jobs, all types of jobs that, um, you know, obviously... But I think that what makes the, obviously, the Hollywood thing when working with children is, like, you know what I mean? Like, why is there not laws against this? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, nothing put in place to protect these children. And there's still, to this day, there's, you know what I mean? It's 2019, 2020, and we don't even have, you know what I mean? Because obviously this isn't something new. Mm. Something that I think is interesting, though. Yes. Um, is just because of one of the, one of the accused, you know, mm-hmm. who is very well known. I think it's really interesting. Um, I think that it's really interesting that the mother of Corey Haim... Um, doesn't think that he who shall not be named because I'm not going to spill the beans. I'm going to encourage people to try to see this. I mean, uh, there's an article about it already. So oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So scratch that. Like, So I think it's really interesting. Um how Corey Ham's mother, Judy, you know, after all these allegations and how, you know, uh, Corey Feldman 
named Charlie Sheen as the one to have raped Corey Haim in between two trailers on the set of the 1986 uh, coming-of-age drama Lucas when Haim was just 13. You know, I think that it's um interesting, you know, like, because Sheen denied the accusation... And yeah. I think it's interesting that Corey Haim's mother, you know, also says that she doesn't think that Sheen did it, but she does point the figure, the finger, you know, she says that it was, um, Dominic Vassia. Oh, well, I mean, who knows? It could have been both realistically. Yeah. I mean, she thinks that it was actor Dominic Vassia. And the um, former talent uh, agent, Marty Weiss. Yep, yep. He's been named as well by Corey Feldman as somebody that had, um, yeah, you know, raped him or... Um, but, you know, I just think that, I mean, either way, obviously, um, you know, this is something that hopefully there's going to be laws that are starting to be moved in place and... Um, like, there's going to be a more, like, where this is, like, managing, um, you know, because there's other documentaries that you can watch that are about the same thing. And I can't remember the one that Andrew and I ended up watching because we couldn't watch this one. But it was just tragic. It was, uh, you know, it, they mentioned it as well in the Corey Feldman one. But this guy used to just have all these boys that, like, lived at his house and he would help them like, break into Hollywood, and, like, they would be on TV shows, or, you know, he, at, at his parties, you could meet these directors, and some of those directors were, you know, directors of movies that we've all seen, and, you know what I mean, it's, like, people that are very actively in the movie industry, and they used yeah. to go to these parties where, they would, you know, have the boys be naked in the hot tub, or skinny dip, just... It's sick, you know what I mean? It's fucking, fucking sick. sick. Like you know, it's, and obviously it's, like it's not just happening to you know boys, young boys. I'm sure it happened to young girls as well. And there was no... of course it did, you know. And like it's just like you know, with with this whole Me Too movement that started a few years back. It's like one thing that I really want to make sure that is set out there. <coughs> You know, for all the boys in the back is that it happens to men, too. Yeah, it most definitely you know, does. It, it, happens. Happen, it happens to men, too. And, like, you know, it's it's Yeah, nobody, nobody is immune to it. It doesn't matter whether you're young, old, you know, a woman, a man, a trans, somebody who's transgender. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, fucking animals get raped, too. You know what I mean? They get raped by sick individuals who like having sex with animals. It's like, you know, it's like, where was Chris Hansen when we needed him? Right. If only Chris Hansen was there exposing the truth. Right? Well, you know, actually, that makes me want to touch base on something real quick. Okay. Because I don't know about you, but I've always been a Chris Hansen fan. Of course. Okay. Who does I love me some to catch a predator. That is, that man... Like, I mean, I've never seen trolling at its finest. 
as good as I have with Chris Hansen. But not only that, he actually gets some things done. He really does. And, you know, um, since, you know, he is no longer on to catch a predator or, you know, Chris Hansen versus predator after that incident where, um, one of the accused ended up committing suicide. Uh, that's, that's, that's why they stopped that show. Well, I mean... Nah, uh, never mind. I got the slippery slope. I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah, we're not gonna get into it. But, he may have stopped that show, but he has something that he's got going on YouTube, um, called Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. That sounds like a terrifying show that I never hope that I am a guest star on. And he does this all on YouTube, and he's done quite a bit already. Um, I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with the YouTube star um, Onison. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. But he was some guy that got YouTube fame after being on an episode of uh Tosh Point O and um he brought that he brought that guy down. Oh, you know well. after he was like, you know like basically grooming young teenage girls with him and his wife. Yeah. Okay, his okay. wife is just as guilty. I'll give a fuck if she's divorcing him now. Right. Whatever. Well, I mean she's you, just you as know guilty what you're doing. You can you can pick up the you can literally pick up the phone and call somebody, and I'm sure that she had more. She was very much so a part of it, because she was right along side with him, and not only that, she was getting the girls comfortable. You know, like, for years. I mean, I'm talking, like, that guy was fucking sick, too, because, like, talk about years of build-up with, like, you know, like, naive teenage girls that think, oh my god, like, my favorite YouTube star is, like, I'm friends with him and his wife. I mean, it's so cool. And they're like really good. And they give me all kinds of great advice. Yeah. It's because they're conditioning you, bitch. Yeah. I mean, like exactly they're doing it because they just want to make you your, like their sex slave. That's what they are working on. Yeah. Um, that's a but, very sad truth, but it is the truth. Chris Hansen now has publicly shared that he will be investigating Blood on the Dance Floor's <clears throat> Davy Vanity. Oh, shit. Yes. Yes. All, any, anybody who was once upon a top, a scene girl, or still is, your man, Davy Vanity, is about to take a seat with Chris Hansen. Just pull it out. And, <laughs> and I am so excited about this. Because, you know, Chris Hansen don't fuck around. He's going to get the dirt. Like, no, he, he really is. Yeah, he's like... He's going to yeah. get it. I mean, he got this other guy that brought to court. Like, he got a whole court investigation started and did everything that needed to be necessarily taken care of. And right now, like, you know, especially after all this recent, like, YouTube stuff that he's been doing, he's been getting some people coming to him... Um, saying that maybe you should dive into this 
facts, especially after April of last year, Vanity was accused of sexual assault by 21 different women. Oh, shit. Two of the accusers um, were reportedly 13 years old at the time of their assaults. That's disgusting. Um, yeah. There were various explicit selfies and text messages from Vanity that were, um, you know, all included in their testimonies, you know, and, um, you know, one girl said, one girl's statement, she says, he made it seem so normal, even came to see me twice after he assaulted me says a woman who claimed Vanity forced her to perform oral sex when she was 15. That's, yeah. Not I was okay. a confused kid desperate for attention and had misplaced my feelings for a predator. He made me feel special. And, like, you know, it's like, that's the thing, too, is that, like, you know, some people will be like, some people will come out here and say, well, well, she probably wanted it. You know what? I mean, it doesn't matter. She doesn't understand what she's doing. Especially when you're fucking 15. Especially when, when you're, you're 15 years old. Especially yeah. if you're under the age of fucking 18 or whatever. I mean, even states that the legal age is like, you know, 16. I still think that's too Whatever. Yeah. Age. Like, it's crazy. And, you know, it's like, I mean, if I was that age... And one of my celebrity male rock star crushes wanted to do something with me. Am I going to say no? Right. Not necessarily, but then again, I also was never put in that situation where I would have been had to face with, right. you know. But also it's like, you know, this is also what makes these guys predators. It's because they know how these girls feel. They know what they're thinking, and they know that they're most likely not going to say no. And even if they do, you know, like, they'll take silence as an okay. It's like, you know, regardless, these eyes aren't going to take no for an answer. They're going to automatically assume because they're like, well, I've got all this power because I do this and I do that and I'm famous and blah, 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 blah. Right. So I'm going to do what I got to do and I'm going to have this 13-year-old girl suck my dick. And it's like, all right, you know what? Death penalty. Death penalty or castrate that motherfucker. And not chemically either. Right. Without any drugs. Nope, definitely not. Invert his penis while well, he's completely conscious. Yeah, there's literally... Well, I mean, it's the, it just... You know what I mean? I'm sorry, I might have taken that a little too No, far, I mean, I so. agree. I feel like <laughs> it, it's one of those things that, like, you know, unfortunately... Somebody get Lorena Bobbitt on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... That is something that we are going to have to look forward to because, uh, you know, Chris Hansen himself said, uh, Davey Vanity is on our radar here at Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. And uh -huh. I promise you, I'll take a real good hard look at it. 
we'll be tacking, tackling that topic as we move forward in all these fest investigations. Because he's just, got several investigations going on. Just in case on. anybody doesn't know who Chris Hansen is, Chris Hansen was on the show How to Catch a Predator, which was on, what was it, NBC? Dateline. Dateline, Dateline NBC. NBC. Yeah. yeah. So it was a show that was on Dateline. And he would, like, they would pretend, he had, like, a team of people who would go into chat rooms and stuff like that and pretend to be underage girls. And then they would lure these guys to, um, like, a house, like, a decoy house. And then there would be, like, a decoy actress, um, whether it was, like, a guy or a girl. Yeah. I think it was most mostly girls. And then... Yeah. Um... They, like, started doing the boy... It started off as a girl, and the boy one came later, I think. But, um... Mm -hmm. So, they would, like, lure these guys there, and then, like, the girl would be like, I'm just gonna go put on my swimsuit and get ready yeah. to go in the pool. And or then... she'd be like, I baked some cookies on the counter. And, right. you know, the <laughs> yeah. guy would come in, and he'd be like, oh, they're really good. And then our man, Chris Hansen, would come around the corner and be like, would you like some milk with that? Here, take a seat. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd be like, so what you're saying is you weren't talking to this, you know, underage girl and like, you know what I mean? Like, so it was like a setup. And they'd be like, nah, I was just, I was just here to like warn her about the dangers of talking to strangers yeah, on the internet, you know, and how dangerous it can be. And he's like, oh, yeah? He's like, hang on, let's take a look at your transcripts, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Chris Hansen will be like, hang on. Uh, you say, hey, I've taken a lot of virginities, so don't worry. If you're scared, I'll take real good care of you. Now, why would you say that? Yeah, if you were a 13 year old talk. girl, if you were just here to talk about dangers, did you bring condoms? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure did bring a lot of alcohol. Yeah, it's right. for me. Always, That's a lot of alcohol. For yeah, yourself. they would always have like packs of like Mike's, uh, yeah, Mike's teas or like. <laughs> <laughs> One time there was like this guy that showed up with a 30 rack and it was like hilarious because <laughs> yeah. it's like. He's what like, fucking you're gonna drink all girl. of that beer yourself and then drive back? That's not very safe. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I love like the guys that are like, oh, like they're like, well, I'm just gonna go. Well, like, I mean, you can either talk about it here now because the police are already outside, ready to make the arrest. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, like a pimp, like a boss, okay? Like, Chris Hansen's like, try me, motherfucker. Like, he didn't say it like that, but, like, that's basically what he was doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're actually going to light this candle in memory. I mean, Chris Hansen's obviously still alive, but... Yeah, Chris Hansen's the man. To, to his legacy. <laughs> yes. This is for you, Chris Hansen. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you I know keep what I heard about, about you know what I remember about Chris Hansen? What? Chris Hansen used to love to go to New Jersey. You know what he <laughs> loved about New Jersey? <laughs> what did he like about New Jersey, girl? Tell me. The, the, the New Jersey Pine Barons. Ooh. <laughs> 
the New Jersey Pot Barons. You mean like the the notorious dump spot for uh for mobsters? Yeah, that's Back exactly in the day, is that the one that you're talking about? Yeah. And you know why they used to, uh, mobsters used to bury uh, bodies there? Why? Because of the sand. It never froze. Oh. So they could bury deep down any time of the year, you know, because it gets cold in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it real does. cold. And you can't really get, it's hot. It's hot to bury a body in the winter. I mean, not like, not like I, I go burying dead bodies in the winter, but I prefer, I, mean, I prefer a warmer season, like but that. like, <laughs> I just throw mine in the river. Yeah. See, I prefer a warmer season. It washes Plus, off all the prints. I know some people with pig farms, you know, so. You gotta take out all the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to go sifting through pig shit. <laughs> oh, anyways, um, so that brings us to Fred Durst's long lost uncle. Not yep. really. It's His not name really. is Robert. Yes. Robert Durst. The New Jersey man who um, had buried his wife soprano style. Okay. And he's not afraid to admit it. He has nope. not been denying any of it. <laughs> That's what's so crazy about it. Right? He's like, he's like, you know, I love like when he even said <laughs> like, uh, the, the, uh, district attorney here, uh, John Lewin even said, for any of you who ever watched The Sopranos, the Pine Barrens were famous. The soil was, the soil at Pine Barrens is sand. <laughs> he's like, it doesn't freeze, so if you kill somebody in the middle of winter, you need to have Sand you can dig into. Yep. This is a notorious mafia burial ground. Yep. 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 That's why you can find a lot of gold on this beach. Um, might I add, just just in case <laughs> anybody was wondering, you know, bring your metal detector. But um, you know, like just just remember, well, watch out for the dead body. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like, uh, I think it's, I think it's also really interesting that his wife, okay, yep. also just so happens to be the daughter of the late Las Vegas mobster, David, Davy the Jew Berman. I'm sorry, one more time? Mm-hmm. Yep, I said it. Davy the Jew Berman? David, Davy the Jew. Davy the Jew Berman, yep. Well, if that isn't the best mobster name I've ever heard, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. 
such a terrible name. <laughs> but I mean, like, who cares? He's he's at the bop. You're not gonna give a fuck. He'd be like, yeah, go ahead, call me a Jew. I'll have your fucking fingers for it. You know, you'll be... You'll be uh, sleeping with the fish if they find you, you know what I mean, with the yeah. galoshes. <laughs> Good thing that I don't get paid to do impersonations, because as we can see, not in my job description. <laughs> what was what was Medicio Del Toro's name? What was his name in fucking uh, Satch? What was his character's name? Um, Five Fingered. Uh, no, Frankie Four Fingers. Frankie Four Fingers. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Frankie Four Fingers. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, another very famous, although he is real. Um, so apparently uh, they found or it's now coming of light that a loaded gun was found in the jail where Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. So obviously mm. this is a little alarming because, you know, this is supposed to be like I, I think the most secure prison um, in the United States, but somehow a gun uh, got smuggled in and one of the inmates that, um, had it and they found it in a contraband suite. Mm. Mm-hmm. It says federal investigators found a loaded gun Thursday that had been smuggled into the jail where Jeffrey Epstein killed himself last summer. Following a weekend-long lockdown, turned up other contraband and led to a crime probe into guard misconduct, the Federal Bureau of Prisons told the Association. Yeah, because so, yeah, where like, he killed oh, himself. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, obviously. But, you know, I... You know that since I'm a good American, I don't yeah. believe the government, so... This message brought to you by I Can't yeah, Believe exactly. Epstein Killed Himself. And, um... Yeah, well, so we, uh... We came across um, an interesting little story, you know, since we did just have a full moon. <laughs> you know... I mean, it's still technically... Yes, it's still, it's still very full, but I mean, we did just have that full moon and, you know, I'm sure some people are probably, you know, doing their offerings, you know, and it's Friday the 13th, uh, yeah, coming up, we're going to be talking about that in another special segment for you folks, but, um, you know, uh, sometimes people like to... Like, you know, make little things and, you know, send them off into the ocean, you know, with in, with intentions. And um, it brings me to this voodoo doll made with human teeth and skin found on a Florida beach, you know. Uh, well, that's not alarming or anything. Yeah. You know, I said Florida waters didn't have enough to worry about, you know. Right. Um, 
You know, because they got sharks, they got crocodiles, they got snowbirds, they got local NASCAR enthusiasts, you know, because those NASCAR aliens, you know, um, just to name a few. But um, now we can add this voodoo doll made with human teeth and skin floating somewhere off the cur- coast. And initially it freaked out the person that found it. Well, because, yeah, you know, he thought, <laughs> he like, thought it was a, something out there to curse surfers out in the ocean. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> the doll was found on Cape Canaveral, um, near Kelly Slater's hometown of Cocoa Beach. Woo! Right. By, uh, by Bruce Robertson. As he was walking along, he says what was, what really was sort of terrifying about it. And he's like, I couldn't tell if it was horrifying or, uh, crazy interesting, but it had actual human teeth. He told, yeah, cause that's, uh, he told the news. Yeah. Like that would freak me out. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have touched it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have grabbed it out of the water. I would have let it keep yeah. floating. He then tossed it back in the ocean because other beachgoers told him it was a voodoo doll and it should be destroyed or found by a surfer in order to curse our damn kind. Yep. And that's what I would have told him. Like, like No, I, I would have too. I would have been like, you need to go home. You need to save your house. You need to save your car. I'm like, you, you know, like, you know, it's like, you should have, I would have been, I would have been like, you need to go, you need to go bury that somewhere. <laughs> be like, I got some crystals for that. Hold on. It's yeah. just like start pulling crystals out of your brain. Yeah. It's like, put it in a bag, fill it with salt, go bury it somewhere. You know. That's what they should have done with Jabanji instead of throwing it into the river. Yeah, no, instead they threw it into the river, but, you know, nobody's listening. Um, he, but he did find out, though, after, because he took a couple pictures of it, you know, before setting it free. Yeah. And then he did some internet research and then found out that it was actually... The African spider god Anasi. Oh, awesome. um, he's a good, he's, good yeah, he, he's a good luck John, you know. Yeah, you know that's who he um, is. You know, kind of creepy, yeah, but he, like you know, yeah, he, well, he's to bring he's good luck. I mean, anything with human skin and uh, teeth are is going to be creepy. Yeah, it's um, I think too that yeah, he's almost like a trickster spirit. Like, so it's kind of. It's like, yeah, like a leprechaun, almost. Like the, not like like the African leprechaun, because that sounds terrible. Yeah, you know, he's kind of like a little bit of a cross of like, like, Coco Paisley. Yeah. They're also a jokes, yeah, like a jokester spirit. Yeah, like a Loki. Like a trickster spirit. You Um, know, bringing, bringing mistletoe to the dinner party, you know? Yeah. He, he, uh, he has a couple tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, you know, but I mean, hey, he's just trying to have a good time. You know, well, he did have a good time, but I don't know if 
everyone thought it was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you know, he ended up saying, you know, he's like, it's back in the ocean. So he says, for anybody who might find it next, like, don't be afraid. It's really a good luck doll from Africa. Well, that's awesome. You know, a lot of, a lot of people could use um, a little bit of good luck, I think, in their life. Right? You know, and if it comes to me from the African spider god, a Nazi, you know, so be it. Yeah, you're doing good. But, like, you know, I'll I'll see him and I'll be like, oh, thanks for the sign. And I'm throwing it back, you know, because. Yeah. You got to <coughs> keep, keep the trend going. Keep yeah, going. I got to keep it going. Also, it's like, you know, I don't know whose teeth were you know, like, sacrifice to make that, you know, so. No, I agree, I agree. Um, you know, I'm, maybe a Megalodon ate. Yeah. Ate it, it was just floating in the, the ocean. And the maybe Loch Ness, like, maybe the Loch Ness monster did it. Right, that's very possible. You know, he was just like, hey, you guys, I'm just gonna throw this out there for you folks. You know. Well, I would say that this guy could use a little luck, but he definitely doesn't deserve it. Um, the next guy that we're going to be talking about is New Mexico man arrested for kidnapping woman and injecting her with drugs. Ugh. So this was from March 4th of this year, and it says uh, New Mexico state police have arrested a man after he tied... Uh, or tried kidnapping a woman in Española on Saturday. The suspect was identified as Breton Real, 44, of New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico SP was called after a woman reported she had been kidnapped at gunpoint and forced into a vehicle off uh, Teos, Taos, Saos whatever. Um, once the woman was inside the vehicle, Rael hit her numerous times and another female who was uh, with Rael strangled the female victim. The woman was also had her eyes taped shut and covered by a bandana, police said. Officials said the woman uh, was driven to her home, her home, or to their home where her clothes were removed and she was soaked with Clorox bleach. The woman was injected with heroin and driven to a bridge off U.S. Highway 74, where she was uh, pushed off the bridge and into a river, according to police. The woman floated down the river and was able to make it onto the riverbank, where she walked to a nearby home to call police. And then it can, goes on to continue to say, after agents searched Rael's home, they found evidence described by the female victim, including tape, Clorox, human hair, a blue bandana, a red strap, a bag with her clothing. Um, and then Rael was arrested in Española on Monday and is being charged with kidnapping, aggravated battery, tampering with evidence, assault with intent to commit a felony and conspiracy. Like, isn't there... there I feel like this list isn't long enough. <laughs> like, these... Uh... I just, like, people are crazy. People are fucking crazy, okay? 
but like it, it's like what 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 was the point of this? I'd love to know what the point of this was. Right. Well, like exactly. Like, did you think she was just gonna drown, or like what did you think was gonna happen? You know. Like, I want to know what the point of this was. Like, you know, it's like, did, were they try? like, did they have something on her? Is this, is this whole entire thing going to unfold into something completely crazy? Yeah, I mean, it very possibly could, because at this point, who knows? There's not a lot of evidence, uh, evidence, you know what I mean, besides just this, whatever happened, you know what I mean, the, the story that this woman saying happened to her. Besides, yeah. obviously, and then the evidence that they found at the house that was, like, you know, actual evidence. <laughs> Besides, like, you know, being a fucking beast for fucking being thrown over the bridge, swimming, like, you know, like, going down the river... And then, like, getting herself up onto, like, you know, onto land and running to somebody's house and call the cops while, like, after being beaten up and shit, like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. She is, like, a fucking badass. Like, you know what I mean? Obviously, I I don't know, you know. Sounds like a Jodie Foster film. Yeah, seriously. They should have. Right? <laughs> like. Maybe Jodie Foster will will play her in a, her, the movie about this. Right? Or maybe, or maybe Jennifer Lopez, because you remember when she did that movie enough? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. And she then she kicked that guy's ass. Well, I'm just like, I mean, obviously, I wonder if they're doing meth because they're in New Mexico. But I mean, obviously, not everybody in New Mexico does meth. But I mean, it's more popular. I mean, hey, like in like that area. Yeah, meth, not even once. You know. Um, but, you know, it happened in New Mexico. So you never know. But, you know, um, you know what else could be in New Mexico what else could be? besides meth? Um, Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. You know, it's been like what, like 24, 25 years? Yeah, isn't it? Uh, the anniversary. Since he died? I think that I'd actually, the anniversary is on uh, Friday the 13th. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, it's no, not. I'm, I'm totally was... 100 fucking <laughs> I like it. I, I, I was going to say that actually happened in September. It did happen in Do September. Do you remember? It, I'm sorry. No. Friday the 13th. Even though it was September seventh, nineteen ninety six. So yeah, you know it's it's been quite some time. Um, you know, it was. And Emma, uh, Emma said it there's was. A lot wait, of, wait, Emma said she just googled it, and it was what Emma September thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. So it was a Friday the thirteenth. Boom. Yep. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna look. look well, then. To it. Emma, all right. Emma said that was just the first thing she googled. But all right, continue on with the story. Sorry. Well, there's gonna be a new documentary with another conspiracy theory. So confirmed. 
behind what's really happened to Tupac. Oh. And as a matter of fact... Yeah, because some people say, you know, he's in Brazil. I mean, some people say, obviously, he's dead, because that's not the conspiracy. Yeah. But other people say that, you know, he's in Brazil, or... I almost said South like, America, but, like, South America. Yeah, some people... Brazil. Yeah, like... <laughs> some people say that he's in Colombia. You know, like, there's all kinds of, like, theories. But, you know... Some people say that he's alive. And that's exactly what Rick Boss, okay, and not to be confused with Rick Ross, okay, he, uh, this filmmaker, okay, is going to, is coming out with a cutting edge documentary suggesting and showing how Shakur was supposedly removed from the University Medical Center in Las Vegas, where he was taken after being shot four times by an unknown assailant on Las Vegas Boulevard. Um, you know, they say that it was, like, it was officially reported that Shakur died six days after the shooting. Okay. But... Was um, Friday the 13th. Yeah, so he died on Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th but he was shot on, the was shot on September 7th. Oh, September 7th, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Boss claims that Shakur was aware of a planned hit when he arrived in Las Vegas. Okay, well, that would be good. So, that's what gave him time to plan up to plant a body double, okay, in Death Row Records, okay, and that's who got shot, okay, because he was transported via helicopter out of the state, okay, and this information supposedly comes from people within Shakur's close circle including family and friends. Interesting. Let's just say that the family is aware of the movie and they're okay with the title so that we should tell you more or less of what's going on. So, yeah, like, if I mean, well, obviously, you know, they're probably making money from it, too, so... Yeah, I mean, they've been, they've been saying this for years. There's all kinds of, you know, kinds of conspiracies. They've been going on, you know, forever. But, you know, this is, um, you know, this is saying that he's actually living peacefully in New Mexico. Well, because, I, mean, I, um, I hope he is, because, like, that would make me feel better. But, I mean, I'm thinking that he's, like, actually dead. Yep. Because he was supposedly taken to a Navajo reservation um, for an ideal getaway spot. And, uh, yeah. So that supposedly is going to be coming out. It's called Tupac, The Great Escape from UMC. And it's expected to be released early 2021, next year. 
I mean, that would be pretty awesome if obviously he was alive. I mean, it would be like not awesome because then he, if they obviously, if he was alive and like the government found out that he was alive, like that's like, you know, um, some kind of like insurance fraud, but. Yeah, they're gonna be like, yo, and then they're gonna be coming after all his family and kids. Yeah, exactly. You know, even though, like, his mama just died, I think, yeah. like, last year or a year or two ago, something. Mama Shakur. Sorry, I had to stay hydrated. I was so thirsty. I had such bad cotton mouth. No, you're cool. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're getting to the end, anyways. Yeah. So when does so when does this movie come out? It's uh, it's gonna be coming out. Um, it doesn't have an exact date yet, but it says early, sometime next year in 2021. So that's. That's something to look forward to, you know. I'm going to keep tabs on this and try to get more updates, you know, as um this gets closer and closer to what's looking like to be a big reveal of a very, um, very common conspiracy theory that is shared by many, including, like, a... Including that guy, oh. High Register Sean, on uh, on Howard Stern. Oh, High Register Sean, awesome. Yeah, I want to find this guy. He's he's got all kinds of interesting theories, uh, because he not only thinks that Tupac is alive and well, but he also believes in NASCAR <laughs> aliens. Yeah, he probably bought right on the, the, with the NASCAR aliens. But he also claims that he has this, uh, government experiment that went terribly wrong and he's got dogmen in his backyard. I'm kind of curious, so, you know, because he's, he is from Western Mass. So this, and, is, uh, this has to do with dogmen in the backyard. So I'm a part of this cryptozoology group on Facebook, and one of the admins mm -hmm. is this guy, I'm not going to say his name, um, but he lives in, like, Australia or, like, New Zealand or something like that, and he takes mm -hmm. pictures of dogmen that are, like, on his property or whatever, and you can't, like, you, like, in the picture, you can never really, like, see, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, that could be something, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. He posts these pictures like all the fucking time, and I'm like, and there's like, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. High register Sean <laughs> thinks he's got dogmen right in his backyard. I'm kind of curious where he might live. Like, well, maybe uh, this is something just like kind of. Um, have you seen Hell Here yet? No, I have not. That's, it's on. I don't know if you have Amazon Prime, but. Um, you can probably find it other places. You should check it out. It's uh, about a, um, like, pretty much like this paranormal group that gets this strange email about 
this guy that's like looking for help there's these creatures on his property that come out of the mines and he lives in this place outside of Pelier, Kentucky it's it's really very interesting like at first you're like all right wow. this fucking real and then it's like it's actually real so like because at first i was like this is fucking like them doing something and it's like obviously fake but like then it gets like real and then it gets like, <laughs> real strange it's very oh it's shit really i weird. gotta check this shit out yeah most definitely <laughs> Yeah. But I think, you know, that does it for tonight. Uh, you know, yeah. it's been a good episode of uh, Far Out News and hopefully, you know. Definitely was. We had some pretty good stories. We'll keep you updated. I think. Up on the, the court yeah. Feldman, um, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to be following, you know, some of these. Keep you posted. Give you some updates every now and then if we hear something new. Yeah, you know, we just love to keep it rolling, 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 rolling. Roll the roll, yeah. <laughs> Don't remember this shit right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, I ridiculous. But, um, yeah, and uh, tune guys, in you know, next time. Yeah, keep it weird. And, uh, and yeah, have a peace out. Keep it weird. Cub Scouts or Girl Scouts. Yep. <laughs> May you be blessed yes. by Blessed be <laughs> the African out. Spider God Anasi. <laughs> keep it rolling. Yes. <laughs> Yeah.